Good morning. Welcome to the Marketing Minutes Podcast. My name is Patrick Laffin, and today is Friday, May 13th, 2022. All right. So let's get started by taking a look back at performance from yesterday. The NASDAQ finished up 0.06%. The S&P 500 finished down 0.13%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished down 0.33%. And lastly, the Russell 2000 ended the day up 0.83%. In terms of sector performance, the best performing sectors yesterday were healthcare and real estate. Healthcare finished up 0.92%, followed by real estate, which ended the day up 0.75%. The worst performing sectors yesterday were utilities and technology. Utilities finished down 1.16%, followed by technology, which ended the day down 1.14%. The market finished mixed yesterday in another volatile session. As investors worried that inflation may remain elevated for longer than expected, prompting the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates even more aggressively. But before we get into all the action from yesterday, the day started with the release of some key economic data. So the Labor Department reported that initial jobless claims for the week ending May 7th increased by 1,000 to 203,000. Meanwhile, continuing claims for the week ending April 30th decreased by 44,000 to 1.343 million, the lowest level since January 3rd, 1970. The key takeaway from this report is that it obviously indicates a tight labor market, which in turn likely suggests a continuation of wage-based inflationary pressures. And this, of course, just adds to the overall concern regarding inflation in the broad market right now. Speaking of inflation, The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported yesterday morning that the producer price index, which measures how much manufacturers receive for their products at the point of sale, increased 0.5% month-over-month and 11% year-over-year, which was a dip from the record 11.5% increase seen in March. Excluding volatile food and energy prices, core PPI climbed 0.6% in April and 6.9% year-over-year, down from 7.1% in March. The key takeaway from this report is that there was some stabilization in year-over-year changes, but inflation rates for producers remain extremely high, resulting in neither higher prices passed on to customers or increased pressure on profit margins, both of which aren't good. Now, both pieces of economic data released yesterday morning acted as yet another reminder to investors and to the market that inflation is here, it's high, and it has shown no signs of going away. Additionally, yesterday's data further solidified Wednesday's Consumer Price Index data, which showed an 8.3% increase year-over-year in the prices of goods and services. At the beginning of the week, I spoke about how some analysts and market pundits were hoping the inflation data would show that inflation has already peaked and that the worst was already behind us. I cautioned, however, that if the consensus estimates were wrong and inflation remained elevated, that the market would likely respond with even more volatility. And that appears to be exactly what happened both yesterday and on Wednesday. Now, yesterday was a wild ride. Earlier in the day, the market looked like it was staging a rebound from the week's general underperformance. Investors started buying the beaten down names, and the overall market trended positive, 
with the Nasdaq gaining over 2% from the open through around 11 a.m. However, as the day went on, selling resumed and the market dipped considerably lower, with the S&P 500, which was up around 0.8% through the morning, dropping as much as 1.9%, which took the benchmark index within a few points of bear market territory. And it may actually have been the fact that the S&P was flirting with official bear market territory that caused the market to rebound somewhat into the close, as it likely triggered a mechanical-oriented bounce, ultimately lifting six of the sectors into positive territory by the end of the trading day. Now, while this was going on, investor sentiment continued to take a hit, as economic growth remained a constant area of concern for investors, as the IEA lowered its global growth demand forecast yesterday, and Russia threatened military retaliation if Finland joins NATO as planned. In addition, the treasury market also signaled growth concerns with another drop in rates, likely a result of some fleeing to safety due to the overall market volatility and peak inflation expectations following the PPI and CPI releases. The two-year yield dropped 13 basis points to 2.51%, while the 10-year yield dropped 10 basis points to 2.82%, which is significant because, as you may recall, the 10-year yield hit 3.2% earlier this week. So lots and lots of negative news for the market yesterday. And considering that fact, it's almost impressive the market didn't finish significantly lower. Speaking of performance, we saw some strange action in some individual names. GameStop finished up 10%. AMC finished up 8%. The dating app company Bumble finished up over 26% while Rivian Automotive finished up close to 18%. And although it's unclear exactly what drove the gains in those companies, their performance was the likely result of short covering activity. But in conclusion, yesterday was one of those days where, if you looked strictly at index performance numbers at the end of the day, it would appear that it was a quiet, uneventful day. But in reality, it was a strange and volatile day of market activity. So it will be interesting to see how the market reacts to close out the week today. But regardless of what happens, as always, I'll be sure to keep you updated. Moving on to headlines. Yesterday, the select committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riot subpoenaed House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy and four other GOP legislators aligned with former President Donald Trump. This was the first time the bipartisan investigation issued subpoenas to sitting members of Congress, and the sudden move came less than a month before the House committee was scheduled to hold a series of public hearings. Along with McCarthy, the other Republican House members whose testimony is being requested include Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio, Andy Briggs of Arizona, Mo Brooks of Alabama, and Scott Perry of Pennsylvania. In other news stories, according to an article in the Washington Times yesterday, Rumors are spreading in China and on overseas Chinese social media that Chinese President Xi Jinping, who has been under fire for severe COVID-19 lockdowns in Shanghai and elsewhere, will step down. Now, the speculation surfaced following a meeting of the Party Politburo Standing Committee, China's collective leadership group, last week. The rumors were further emboldened by a Chinese-language YouTube video posted on May 4th by a Canadian-based blogger going under the alias Lao Dang. The video's details soon spread to Chinese social media sources, but they were quickly banned. According to the blogger, who cited a senior Chinese Communist Party security source, a coup was attempted against Mr. Xi during a meeting of senior party leaders in Beijing. 
Mr. Xi was compelled to stand down, but will remain in office until a big party gathering later this year, according to the site. So interesting story there. Obviously still speculation at this point, but it would be a major geopolitical event if it comes to fruition. And lastly, it was announced yesterday that Fed Chair Jerome Powell will be serving another term as Federal Reserve Chair. The Senate voted 80 to 19 to confirm Powell for a second four-year term as Chairman of the Federal Reserve, putting an end to a long-delayed vote that had been brewing since President Joe Biden nominated the 69-year-old former investment banker in November. And we'll end today, as we always do, by taking a look back at some famous historic events from May 13th of the past. Starting today in 1637, where it is widely accepted that the table knife was invented by France's Cardinal Richelieu. Separate from a hunting knife, he designed the knife specifically with rounded tips to stop dinner companions from using knives to pick their teeth. In 1938, Louis Armstrong and his orchestra recorded the New Orleans jazz classic When the Saints Go Marching In on Decca Records. Two years later in 1940, British politician Winston Churchill faced the House of Commons for the first time as Prime Minister and made the famous statement to the members of the House that, quote, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. In 1950, the first Formula One season kicked off on May 13th. And lastly, in 1981, Pope John Paul II survived an assassination attempt when Turkish right-wing extremist Mehet Ali Agka fired two shots at the Pope in St. Peter's Square. The Pope was seriously wounded, but survived thanks to a five-hour operation and went on to visit his attacker in prison. So with that, I hope everyone has a great day. And more importantly, a better weekend. I am Patrick Laffin, and this is the Market in Minutes podcast. Please note the content of this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a recommendation of any specific investment product, strategy, or decision. It is not intended to suggest taking or refraining from any course of action. It is not intended to address the needs, circumstances, or investment objectives of any specific investor.